What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Paulo. I'm Frantic. And today, here at the Get Down, we are at Compass Distillers with a good friend of mine and a totally lovely human being, intelligent and just fun and great. I'm talking her up. Probably more than I should. Her head's gonna explode. <laughs> but we got Miranda. And she is a distiller here at Compass. She's a chemical engineer. Pinky ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, show you. <laughs> Mine's a little flossier, but hers actually makes her money. <laughs> Mine just cost me like 15 bucks from which. <laughs> Thank you for coming out and doing this today. I am so happy to. Yeah, I didn't even really care about the episode. I just wanted to hang out and have a couple cocktails. So this is my sure. excuse. I love it. I'm sure. a celebrity. You know? I mean, this is what being a star is about. But yeah, no. Um, I'm so excited to be here with you, and you guys make some really good spirits. So I'm excited to talk about them and definitely to try a couple of them. So I guess to jump into it, how long have you been here? I've been here for just over a year and a half. So I started right before the pandemic uh, at, in January of uh, 2020. Okay. And how long has Compass been here? I believe we are actually coming up on our five-year anniversary this fall. Um, so that could be pretty big, but I believe it's just shy of five years. Very nice. Yeah. Are you guys planning anything for your birthday? Like your uh, five-year anniversary? Um, I don't believe so at the moment, but um, you never know. Definitely could be something in the works. I believe it's like uh, like mid to late fall, so there's still time. You ever wanted to name a liquor after me? It would probably taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so when you came here, were... Was there like was there a more limited variety of what you guys were distilling? Like, what did you guys start out make? What was the first Compass product? Was it a whiskey? Was it a gin? They definitely um, distilled some whiskeys pretty early on, but it would have been the very first rendition of the house gin. Um, they started with a lot of smaller scale tests and and whatnot, but. Uh, Gin can be made right away, whereas whiskey and rum have to, you know, lay in barrels for quite a while. Mm. So uh, they knew they wanted to start and get some gins out there. And then uh, it went really well, and we are kind of actually known for our gins now. Um, this is, I believe, nine batches later of that first product. And um, it's, uh, it's, definitely, uh, it's definitely a little bit more like clearer and punchy and uh, a little bit uh, more full of flavor than the, than the original, but we've learned so much in the past five years, uh, my boss included, uh, so it definitely, uh, we try and improve on every batch. Of course. Yeah. So like, I guess to what extent is there like, I mean, consistency is super important, but when you're talking about improving on every batch, does that mean you kind of still got to play with certain things? 
It, it really depends on the product. So we were actually really happy with this. I believe uh, I believe we stopped making changes around batch six. So since back batch six, we've really, really been aiming for consistency, and uh, that's definitely a feat as well. Uh, but we we find we are pretty consistent now with that one. Um, this one as well. We are actually we're we just uh, this is batch nineteen, but in a tank out back, we just finished distilling batch twenty. So uh, we do a lot of this product compared to everything else, and uh, we've we've really narrowed this down, and it is like. It comes off the exact same every time. Um, whereas something like the rum, uh, you put down for, for, like I said, a year for rum. So you kind of have that whole year while it's aging to learn more about how to make better rum. So uh, sometimes you do see a bit more of a, a difference between batches with something like a rum or a whiskey. But uh, that's mostly because there's just so much more of a, a like lead time or lag time. Yeah, I think even when you buy a bottle of Jameson, it's always kind of different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those bigger brands definitely have uh, different facilities as well. Yeah. Um, they're definitely all trying to work towards the same thing. And that's, again, a, a big feat in itself, too, to see a lot of these products come off even as similar as they do, yeah. but uh, but yeah, whiskey's obviously uh, super super variable and can change. Uh, or it's exciting to to make it change a little bit too. Like you want to improve and do different things with flavor profiles as well. Yeah, it's it's funny because there's always such a like toss up between like giving people the product that they know and love and expect and then also switching things up every now and again you know mm -hmm. what i mean like mm -hmm. as a business like whatever you do it's super important like we as artists right like people expect one kind of thing from me mm -hmm. and that's what they want to hear but then again if i just keep doing that same thing over and over again they get bored yeah for sure right so it's probably very similar with distilling alcohols it's like people yeah. have what they expect but people are always looking for something a little different. Yeah, that's why we do a lot of our like monthly small batch releases uh, because those are really fun for us to work on and the people that are really um, like fans of our products and really buy a lot of our stuff uh, get really excited when we mm. you know do these out of the box um, different small batch spirits and they honestly they often go pretty quickly off the shelves. You do but one every month. Yeah, we do a new release every month on top of all of our uh, staples. Um, but yeah, people will really, people will continue to buy this just like so intensely. It grows in popularity all the time and people come back for it. People buy, you know, five or six bottles at a time. Like we ship out bottles all across Canada. People really, uh, they do expect this product when, or they think this product when they think it almost compass. looks like velvet or something. And this is what yeah. I was gonna say is one thing that's funny is right, like you know when we talk about food or drink or whatever, like you know the first bite or the first drink you take is with your eyes, mm -hmm. right? And there's something about I'm, again, yeah, I was telling you this earlier. I'm like a basic drunk, you know what I mean? I'll drink like Tanqueray or whatever, um, mostly because I'm poor, <laughs> but. Basically, I guess what I'm getting to is like, I've always seen gin clear. Mm -hmm. And there's something that looks so cool about this shade of blue in the gin. Like, it just looks sexy. 
Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, There's yeah. something that looks like oh for sure like distinguished about it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't we know, really often nice. refer to it as like a gem tone or a jewel tone because of how it kind of changes depending on how it hits the light. It can mm. be more blue. It can be more purple. Purple. Um, yeah, it's it's really fun and it it, it is um, like a a natural colorant. It comes from a flower, so you know that might bring its own like inherent richness and like variety to the color. There, it has actually been a, a common bar trick for many, many years now. There's a handful of uh, uh, purple gins or blue gins that are made across the world. Um, a couple different ones in Canada, um, but you know, we uh, we really think we've nailed this one, and a lot of uh, competitions seem to agree. So uh, I would definitely suggest this blue gin above all others. World Gin Awards in two categories, Canadian Contemporary and Best Canadian Classic. I mean, anytime you win an award, you feel cool. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I get a gold star in class. Yeah, I get the Genos. The, <laughs> the Geno Awards? <laughs> the Geno Awards. At the Junos? <laughs> Which... <laughs> be a good name for mine. <laughs> They're all like different acronyms of like, Spirit, Canada, World, Award, Association. <laughs> I'm a I really love the packaging too. And you said it changed recently. Um, not not super super recently. We we redid the labels from like the back in the day original labels. We we do this kind of more like paper style, really like hand drawn. Um, we use, uh, we go to Alex at Midnight Oil. He does all of our design work for us. Uh, really, really awesome stuff. Uh, we really find that like he know he can fit the vibe of all of our products of the company and uh, really kind of expresses what we want to see on our labels. We do a lot of reference to like being Nova Scotian. Mm -hmm. um, we do a lot of reference to the botanicals that are you know within the product. Uh, but we also do all of our aging up at the Citadel. So we work with their team to uh, kind of bring different images about the Citadel and the history there to our products as well, um, just to, uh, you know, really further collab with them because we, like we like to work with as many local peeps as possible. Well, yeah, and that's another thing is it's like very, um, very East Coast, very Nova Scotian, like you can tell from the vibe, like mm -hmm. where, the, where the roots are. And yeah. you can see in the packaging even like daily ration rum, right? We're talking about like, you know, in the, I don't know if all y'all know this, but like in the military back in the day, you'd get a ration of rum. Every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right? But uh, kind of just touching on our roots as like a port city, mm -hmm. but also moving past that because I feel like a lot of people get kind of stuck in the past of Nova Scotia. Mm -hmm. And what's kind of cool is you kind of bridge the past with the future. Like, I don't know, you like, um, you're not afraid to break the mold or mm -hmm. like try different things. And a lot of people here are very scared of change. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to kind of do things in a way that 
embraces the past and the future. Yeah, we definitely try and do like everything we can to like bring the future of Nova Scotia up. Uh, we, like I said, love to like support small other small businesses around us. We love to uh, support local cultivators, local, um, you know, farmers, local people that have like you know greenhouses that grow specialty products for us. We support uh, really every aspect of what can be uh, like homegrown and in, in here in Nova Scotia. We like to use every bit of that that we can. Mm-hmm. We go out and like forage stuff ourselves. We uh, we just wanna we wanna bring local like economic flourishing mm-hmm. to Nova Scotia. We uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. We just we try and uh, give back. So like I, you and I were talking about the fact that we give um, we give a dollar off every bottle to of the Gin Royal to the Beekeepers Association. Um, we have another product, uh, our Boston Tree Gin, uh, that comes out before Christmas every year, made from the Boston Tree. Uh, that product we give a portion back to the uh, Canadian. It's the CNIB. It's the, um, I don't know what it stands for, honestly, but um, it's the uh, blind. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Canadian National Institute for the Blind. That sounds really correct because I know it's CNIB. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, that would make sense for sure. So we like to, we like to donate and help out where, you know, we see fit. And uh, when local causes come up, we try and help out when we can and, you know, give money to people when we can, for sure. It's really important that, you know, like, um, especially these days, everybody has the idea of, like, what can you do for me? What can Mm -hmm. I get out of it? And, um, you know, I always say this to people that, like, you'll last a lot longer or you'll be more respected. People will want to work with you. If it's your, that's not your mentality, it's kind of like, how can I help us mm-hmm. get ahead? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's really nice to hear that, you know, that involvement, especially with the bees, because they're going extinct and we need them. Yeah. Save the bees, dog. Literally. And, and like I said, people really love that product. So we're giving more and more money to the Beekeepers Association all the time. Yeah, we have a, we're going to have a big, big check to give them uh, probably early this fall that we'll be really excited about. So, like, follow social media and keep an eye out for that, too. <laughs> At Compass of Sillers. <laughs> I, want, I want a big blow-up. <laughs> follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. which, which of these is your favorite to make? To make? Um, honestly, the whiskeys and the rums are, are so much fun to make because uh, that's where you actually get to kind of play on a different end of things. A lot of our gins, we get to play with the flavor profiles of the botanicals uh, in the final distillation or in in macerations and that kind of thing. But uh, with the rum and the whiskey, you get to play with your grain bill, how you ferment them, how you distill them, uh, if you want to add any sort of other stuff, secret parts of fermentation goodness and uh 
you know, there's, there's still, we still do research online all the time about better ways to, uh, to get more flavors out of our products. There's people, you know, in the States right now that are building stills in different ways that are giving a lot of new inspiration mm -hmm. to, uh, to whiskey. So we are, um, yeah, there's just a broader uh, range of places to play with whiskey. And, um, you know, just something about that kind of like the more caramel, like toffee, like mm. dried fruit oatmeal flavors that really are uh, some of my favorite flavors. So I like to, as, as much as they take a really long time to, to come to co completion or fruition, um, they're, they're worth it in the end. They're just honestly so magical. When we open the barrels and it's just like the waft of like smell comes at you, it's, uh, it's truly awesome. It's friggin'. Oh, great. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. <laughs> I was grabbing something in the air. That was, oh, there was something flying in my face. I missed it. Awesome. 